0: morning, people of God. Just wanted to encourage you all. I heard the Lord saying early on this morning, fix your posture. Oftentimes when we hear the word posture, we tend to think of man's physical normalities. However, physically, we can be standing upright, but mentally hunched over or spiritually falling. Looking in Webster's Dictionary, the word posture is defined as the state or condition at a given time. Okay, God, you said fix my posture. How do I fix my posture? First of all, it's okay not to know what to do. That's why we need God. Because he's all-knowing. Jeremiah 29 and 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Proverbs 3 and 5 says That In all our ways We should acknowledge God Trust in Him Lean not to our own understanding And He shall direct our Path Before we can move forward We first need to make sure That this is what we want to do Because some of us like the man at the pool of Bethesda in John chapter 5 verses 1 through 15 we become complacent yes we want God to do it but we're not sick and tired of being sick and tired we're comfortable in the place that we're in and until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired you're going to continue to stay where you are Grandma had an old saying growing up. Until you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're going to dwell in the place that you're in. But when you get tired of being sick and tired. Then you'll get up and do something about it. Enough is enough. When we begin to tell the enemy that enough is enough. Then we begin to allow God access our lives revelations 3 and 20 said behold I stand at the door and knock huh. first we must repent you see David over in Psalms 51 and 10 showed us the motto prayer of repentance we, we, we know the story he was king He was feeling himself. He saw Bathsheba and had to have her. But in the midst of all of that, he had a relationship with God and he knew that part of the reason that his posture was changing, part of the reason that trials and tribulations were coming was because of the choice that he made. And he began to pray in Psalms 51 and 10, God created me a clean heart and renew in me the right spirit. Hmm. Some of us need to ask God to create in us a clean heart, God. God, I messed up, but God, forgive me, God. Take it away. God, take away the desire. God, God, order my steps, God, so I won't do it no more. Over in 2 Chronicles 7 and 14, God deals with Solomon on the people of God. And he begins to tell Solomon, if my people, which are called by my name, would humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and heal the land. Okay, God, I repented I've asked you to forgive me, God. God, I'm seeking you even the more, God. God, now what? Think Things still feel the same, God. God, nothing is changing. Now what, God? You go back and you stand on what God originally promised you. You see? we have to go back and stand on it. Over in Genesis chapter 17, verse 15, God promises Abraham that he should bear a son. Yes, it was hundreds of years later, but God did just what he promised. Even looking at the story of Noah. Noah told the people that it was gonna rain. 40 days and 40 nights. And it came to pass. And after the flood, God allowed a rainbow to appear in the sky to remind Noah of his promise and his covenant with him. Fix your posture. For some of us, we were standing when our posture changed. Well, what do you mean? We were going to Sunday school, at morning worship, every Sunday morning attending prayer and Bible study every week. On time for choir rehearsal, fasting and praying. Then life stepped in. Paul says over in the New Testament, Romans 7 and 21, every time I desire to do good, evil is always present. Sickness begins to attack your family. Layoff, pay cut, transitions you from comfortable to barely getting by. Your marriage is on the rocks. The bank forecloses on your house, your children running hay wild. Whatever your circumstances, life steps in and takes a toll. Joshua over in the twenty-fourth chapter, fifteenth verse, is reminding the children of Israel of all that God has done. And to stand on their faith in him over in the book of Galatians 3 and 1 Paul addresses the Galatians O ye foolish Galatians who hath bewitched you There's an old hymn that says, My hope is built on nothing less than Jesus Christ, my righteousness. I know it may not always seem easy to maintain one's faith during tests and trials, but Jesus lets us know in John 16 and 33 that ye may have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. Psalm 34 and 19 says, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but I have delivered them out of them all. James 4 and 7 says, If ye resist huh, the enemy, he shall flee. The Apostle Paul even goes on to encourage us in Jude verses 24 through 25, Now unto him who is able to keep him from falling and to present you faultless. Hmm. And let's not forget that God did give us power. Matthew 16 and 19, he says he gave us the keys to the kingdom. Over in Luke 10 and 19, He said he gave us power to tread upon serpents. Fix your posture. Fix your posture. God, and we thank you now, God, God, we thank you for giving us the strength to stand even more, oh God. God, we thank you for allowing us to go forth in you, God, for ordering our steps even the more, oh God. God, we thank you for giving us hope. Even now, God, God, that you're working it out, God, God, that you're opening doors and making ways even now, God. God, and we count it done, everything that you're doing in our life, every promise we decree that it's going to manifest even now, oh God. And we count it done, and so it is, and it is so in Jesus' name, amen.